I'm Cosmic Cannibal, resident astrologer at The Scribe, and this is Cosmic Chronicles, your weekly report of all things astrology, from zodiac signs and planets to transits and horoscopes. And speaking of horoscopes, yours for this week is too long, I can't cram it in here before the music starts. There really is so much happening this week. We have Mercury in Gemini, Venus in Gemini, but there's also a number of other transits happening this May, which we'll cover in this whole show. But first and foremost, Mercury in Gemini. This week, known endearingly in the university tracks as Dead Week, the universe wants us to look alive, and it's all thanks to that minor yet majorly energizing planetary transit Mercury and Gemini. Starting May 3rd, Mercury, the planet of the mind and communication, transits perky mutable air sign Gemini until July 8th. Why is it going so long? Because it goes retrograde May 29th. More on that later. A Mercury transit happens every month. No big deal, right? Wrong. Mercury and Gemini is a big deal because Mercury rules Gemini. Anytime you have a planet transiting a sign it rules, the planet can rest easy because the sign aids in its natural expression. That means talking, writing, thinking, studying, test taking, and paper writing, all of which fall under Mercury's rule, will be a breeze. It's kind of a pun there because Gemini's an air sign. Every zodiac sign will love 2021 Mercury and Gemini. Okay, maybe not every zodiac sign, but some zodiac signs will. All right, maybe not some, more like four, I don't know, five. That's right, yeah, absolutely. About four or five of the 12 zodiac signs will love 2021 Mercury and Gemini. And here's a short list of them. Gemini. Naturally, you'll love Mercury and Gemini. It puts the spotlight on you and your brain. There's no zodiac sign that can string together a phrase or problem solve quite like you. Quick-witted and observant, you're able to connect the dots faster than they appear. You're also hella flighty and nervous, but oh well. This is especially true during Mercury in Gemini. Curiosity, intellectual confidence, and a mental alertness are just some of the other perks of this transit. It's basically the equivalent of seven espresso shots, or espresso shots if you're speaking English. You're mentally energized and eager to speak your mind. Not that you're ever really quiet. Plus, you can imagine and express your ideas right with ease, and there's just an overall mental lightness. There's also anxiety and an inability to focus, but oh well. Number two, Libra. Finally, things are looking up for you, Libra. 2021 has been tough to say the least and you are at your wits end. Well, <laughs> all of that is about to change. Mercury in Gemini is reviving your mind and spirit with the mental vacation you've been craving. You haven't taken a mental vacation because you can never decide where to go. Even in your mind, you can't make decisions. This is a time for discovery, exploring new ideas, and smooth-talking strangers. So go ahead and read that fantasy novel or binge-watch Hulu. Better yet, 
go for a stroll outside, or mosey through an art gallery. Flirt with exotic strangers, then pen those strangers some poems. By the way, you love both flirting and poetry because they bring attention back to you and your silver tongue, which Mercury helps. The possibilities for inspiration are endless. Number three, Aquarius. Don't tell any of the other signs, especially numbers four and five, since they're super competitive. But you benefit most from Mercury and Gemini. And the reason for this is simple. The transit sees you using your mind for amusement. You're ready to have fun, solve puzzles, and play mind games. Really, when aren't you doing all that? Say goodbye to those true crime podcasts and say hello to Loki on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Seriously, Mercury in Gemini is a trickster transit that has you mentally mischievous. But watching a prankish TV show won't cut it. Oh no, you want to be the one doing the pranking. You also want to connect with new people and swap stories before you prank them, of course. Lucky you, Mercury in Gemini also increases your popularity told you you benefit most. Number four, Aries. You aren't number one on this list, which you find very offensive, but you can still bask in the glow of Mercury and Gemini. You and Mercury and Gemini are two peas in a pod. You both love to talk and interrupt people. You both love to learn new things and start new projects, but never master or finish them. And you're both impulsive, flighty, and creative. And these traits flourish during this transit, bringing commotion to your community and thought processes. You're connecting ideas, reconnecting with friends, and making new deals. What kind of deals? No clue. I don't know your life. Plus, there's just a general sense of whimsy and wonder about your everyday world that you haven't felt for a while. Take advantage of this mental buzz, Aries, because it's not gonna last long. Number five, Leo. Like Aries, you are downright insulted that I placed you at number five on this list. Don't worry. Come June and July, the cosmos will be singing your praise. But until that time, it's time to polish your hopes and wishes and use your brain to get some applause. Ingenuity surges during Mercury and Gemini. You create ideas much swifter than you have recently, and you're more eager well, more than eager to share them with the masses. When aren't you proud of what you create and eager to get a gold star from everybody you know? Never. So take to social media. Make those memes. Friends, whether they're real or virtual, will absolutely love most of what you have to say. Make sure to edit those memes before sharing though. Nothing is worse than a poorly edited meme. And now for the next transit of this week. Yeah, there's another one happening. That's what I said in the beginning, if you were listening. Venus in Gemini. Ah, no, that's actually a good thing. Love is in the air, literally. Love planet Venus enters air sign Gemini on May 8th, where it will gleefully glide until June 2nd. Unlike last year's Venus and Gemini transit, which centered on the theme of virtual relationships, 2021 Venus and Gemini is about one thing. And 
I have no idea what that one thing is. However, I can attempt to fill this space with a few more words to make you think what you're hearing is actually an important bit of information about 2021 Venus and Gemini. Spoiler alert, it isn't. What I did then, just then, is classic Venus and Gemini and Mercury and Gemini. I am a Gemini, so it's just Gemini. The mutable air sign is as lighthearted and jokey as it is impish and flirty. While 2021 Venus and Taurus calmed everything and everyone down, hopefully, 2021 Venus and Gemini is going to do the opposite. Gemini is the sign of communication. It's the sign of activity. It's the sign of duality. And it is the sign of commotion. It's also the sign of fickleness, flightiness, and flirtatious. Side note, if you know anything about mythology, even if you don't, I'm going to tell you the story anyway. There's that wonderful uh, story of Paris, right? There's like some big Greek wedding. I don't know what it is. And there's the three goddesses, Aphrodite, Hera, and Athena. I think that's the three that are there. I don't know. And what happens between them? They all kind of start fighting. Why do they start fighting? And they want Paris to pick who's the better goddess of the three of them. Because Eris, the goddess of discord, goes in there and she throws some apple and she's like, hey guys, start fighting. That's pretty much Gemini energy, like big time. So if you're wondering about what Venus and Gemini is going to do to your love life, well, <laughs> discord. Anyway, if you've learned one thing about astrology this semester, it's that Venus is a planet of many, many, many things. Love, pleasure, beauty, value, relating, etc. And during Venus transit, specifically this 2021 Venus and Gemini transit, those areas of your life, love relationships, friendships, money, self-worth, amusements, whatever, etc., will adopt that lighthearted, jokey, impish, flirtatious, discordant qualities characteristic of Gemini. Of course, of course, how 2021 Venus and Gemini will do all of this depends on where the planet is transiting your birth chart. So without further ado, your 2021 Venus and Gemini horoscope. Aries and Aries rising. Isis and Osiris were siblings, which makes their relationship a bit complicated and weird and definitely not a model I should have used for this horoscope. <laughs> but your relationships don't have to be as weird as theirs. If you've caught feelings for a sibling-like person, please, God, don't tell me it's actually your sibling. Put your passions into words. Tell that special someone how much you miss them. It'll take courage and charisma, but you're equipped with both. Taurus and Taurus rising. Were you lavishly splurging on gifts for yourself? Well, you will be. Venus and Gemini makes budgeting a fitful endeavor. You just can't help but go on a spending bender, especially when it comes to beautiful, whimsical things. Like Aphrodite, when you see something or someone pretty, an Adonis perhaps, you want to possess them. Gemini and Gemini rising. Romeo and Juliet beget that whole love at first sight thing, but you'll be all about that life thanks to Venus and Gemini. The planet cranks up your charm and attractiveness, putting all eyes on Y-O-U. Friends, family, and complete strangers see you as the most gorgeous and witty being alive. Relish their worship. Maybe exploit it while you can. 
cancer and cancer rising, still pining for love, or have past relationship issues come back to bug you. Venus in Gemini soothes misunderstandings between you and your loved ones in this life and others if you avoid misrepresenting yourself, which you are apt to do because you keep secrets and you don't always want to like show everything that you really want to say, but you also go all like, nobody gets me, and that's your problem. Save the little white lies for your resume and honestly communicate with your partner. Deception does nothing for your karma. Leo and Leo rising. Both your love life and social life are taking off like a rocket. And side note, I really wanted to include a reference to Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown in this horoscope, but I couldn't. So just thought I'd get that out of the way. Venus and Gemini favors big get-togethers. So do something with your group of BFFs or flirt with and befriend everyone on the street. Unless those SOBs say something mean about your hair, then tell them where to stick it. Your readiness for action and community sees you speeding through connections. Virgo and Virgo rising. It could be that you fall head over heels for a person of authority or status. But before you go all Oedipus or Electra on us, know that feelings for the seemingly mature figure will pass as fast as they come. If mommy and daddy issues aren't your thing, know that work issues smooth themselves out. So that's cool. I mean, you know, because you love to work. You're like a workhorse. Libra and Libra rising. A fleeting, spontaneous connection with an exotic person has you seen stars. But before you get too obsessed with them and book the wedding venue, know that you're only attracted to what this person represents. Their different religious beliefs and philosophies, etc. It's not really who they are. Your starry-eyed interest fades quicker than a black shirt. Scorpio and Scorpio rising. Finally, you can relate to others on a deeper, more intimate level. That would be true if Venus and Gemini didn't make intimacy so damn fickle. One minute you're affectionate and want to buddy up with everyone. The next you want to be alone to brood. That or your partner keeps giving you the emotional slip again and again and again. Sagittarius and Sagittarius rising. Paula Abdul and MC Scat Cat had it right. Opposites attract. And they will especially attract for you since Venus and Gemini has you interested in people who are different from you. <laughs> Could that be any more vague? The idea of a partnership is more appealing than usual. It's that whole balancing of opposing energies, yin-yang thing. You dig it? So long as it doesn't impede on your freedom. Capricorn and Capricorn Rising. Unlike the other zodiac signs, you're not looking for romance. You want a reliable partner who'll treat your relationship like a business. They're the employee, you're the boss, they do what you tell them to do, and they don't complain about it. Well, <laughs> Venus and Gemini could very well attract a reliable worker bee beau, but it'll more than likely make your day-to-day -day routine run smoother while nudging you to lighten up and not take life or relationships so seriously. Aquarius and Aquarius rising. If you are a Danny Zuko looking for your Sandra D or vice versa, then you're in luck. Venus in Gemini helps you attract a summer love. And this greasy love may happen so fast that you move on to the next one. 
Either that, or you just spend the transit vibing solo and confident like Coach Calhoun. Please watch Grease. That was a reference to the film. So it's uh, Sid Caesar's role. I mean, I think he deserved an Oscar. But anyway, moving on. Pisces and Pisces Rising. Your house becomes a socializing hive. I'm talking dinner dates, game nights, so many brunches. Or you relocate to your base place and do all that there. Or you 86 Sukasa and make a local dive bar or coffee joint your interim home turf. There, you very well could meet the soulmate who feels like home. Aww. The May transits don't stop there. I mean, they do stop there for the week, but like, I gotta give you an overview of everything because like, it's May. How did this happen? Classes are pretty much done. You only have to make it through finals week, right? I mean, unless you're not in school and that doesn't apply to you. Cause I guess like everybody, I'm like a perennial student and I hate it. Anyway, Mercury has moved into Gemini. Venus is soon to follow. And that basically means that you can finally exhale because there's not going to be any other like major school events or planetary transits happening until like, I don't know, fall, right? <laughs> Wrong. Astrology doesn't adhere to school schedules. Planetary shifts happen and they never stop happening. This is especially true for May 2021. The month is loaded with lunations, crammed with retrogrades, and stuffed with a seasonal shift and an eclipse. God, there's so much. Needless to say, the semester's end is action-packed. And what better way to brace yourself for the action than with a spiffy list of the five major transits happening May 2021? There isn't one, so here it goes. And if you're wondering why I keep choosing the number five, it's because five is the number of Gemini, and like, study your numerology, okay? Number one, Taurus, new moon. New moons occur when the sun and moon align in the same sign and degree at the same time. They are excellent days to set intentions as they signify new beginnings in the lunar cycle. On May 11th, 2021, that's next week, the new moon in Taurus is the last lunation where it's safe to set an intention since eclipse season is just around the corner. That's coming up. I'll talk about that in a little bit. I don't really want to talk about it because it's going to be horrible. Calm and contentment abound during the Taurus new moon. This is especially true on May 11th since Neptune in Pisces is making a harmonious sextile. That's, what is it, 60 degrees? I don't think that's right. Whatever. It's making that aspect to the new moon. Neptune's sextile new moon increases our emotional sensitivity and imagination. We're more empathetic, more creative, and more intuitive. This is an ideal state to be in when setting new moon intentions because the more in touch you are with your feelings, the more you know what you truly want. And that's like hard to do. The 2021 Taurus new moon helps you assess your values and make certain that what you're working towards is actually worth the effort and also to make sure that it aligns with your ideals. If you're not setting intentions on the new moon, you can do as the Taurians do and just sit back, relax, eat a lot of food, and enjoy your life. Number two, 
Jupiter in Pisces. Jupiter is the planet of luck, abundance, and opportunity. The gas giant has been transiting progressive air sign Aquarius since December, but on May 13th, Jupiter enters dreamy water sign Pisces. This shift from Aquarius to Pisces will be a noticeable one. Well, like, kind of softly noticeable, though. Like, it's not going to be like, ah, Jupiter's in Pisces. Because I don't know if anyone ever really does that. Like, even astrologers, I don't know if we really are like, oh my god, suddenly the energy has shifted. Anyway, Jupiter is, in addition to the other things I mentioned, also the planet of our higher aspirations. During Jupiter and Aquarius, we were all about progress, innovation, and social ideals. Well, Jupiter and Pisces gently initiates a change in our goals and aspirations so that they are in better alignment with our spiritual ideals. Creative inspiration, emotional empathy, and soft optimism are just some of the benefits of 2021 Jupiter and Pisces. The others? A desire for freedom and travel, especially sea travel because Pisces rules the oceans. Look it up a spike in intuition and spiritual practices, and a yearning for the sublime. <laughs> in plain English, that means you'll be drawn towards more creative, artistic, and mystical endeavors. So think painting, drawing, music, uh, astrology, yoga, those types of things. Anything that offers an escape from reality and gets you in touch with your intuitive self. You'll also be interested in healing yourself and the wounds of the world while connecting with loved ones on an emotional level. Oh, how sweet. This transit's actually going to be most beneficial for water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. Gemini, Virgo, and Sagittarius are probably going to hate it. Number three, Gemini season. About every 30 days, the sun shifts into a new sign of the zodiac, bringing with it a new astrological season. For God's sake, if you don't know that by this point, you need to pick up a book. On May 20th, the sun shifts out of Taurus and into Gemini, the premier sign of change, connection, and communication. And like, if you don't like end this podcast knowing that Gemini is a sign of communication, I'm going to find you and I'm going to send you a letter and it's just going to say like 10,000 times Gemini is a sign of communication and then you'll get it. During Gemini season, we are curious and have an itch to explore new terrain, to meet new people, and to socialize. So maybe you learn a new hobby. Maybe you read a new book. Or maybe you watch that new Loki series and then tell all your friends about it. I don't know what's with me and Loki today. Or maybe you go bar hopping with your best buds, wearing your masks, of course. Either way... As long as you're doing something different and there's people around to chat and snap selfies with, you're making Gemini season proud. Since Gemini is an air sign, you will also want to get out and breathe fresh air during Gemini season. The mountains will be packed with people. When aren't they packed with people? So if you want to just chill on your balcony or go for walks around your block, that works too. Air signs, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius will love 2021 Gemini season. Of course they will. <laughs> but fire signs, Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius will also appreciate the friendliness and the endless activities that come with the new season. And the fourth important transit of May, which is actually a double transit, Saturn and Mercury retrograde. They're both going retrograde. 
Everybody scream! Saturn is the planet of structure, challenge, karma, and limitation. Beginning May 23rd, Saturn stations retrograde in future-focused air sign Aquarius until <gasps> October 6th. God. Saturn has been in Aquarius since December 2020, bringing all sorts of challenging social, political, and technological changes. If you haven't noticed any of them, then you need to get out from another rock you're living. Aquarius rules electricity, technology, social media, and the internet as well as activism and social justice. So it's safe to say that 2021 Saturn retrograde will manifest more protests and more internet privacy laws. We might see something about Facebook doing something with our information again, or Instagram, since they own that now. However, Saturn isn't the only planet going retrograde this summer. From May 29th through June 22nd, Mercury is retrograde in Gemini. Oh, I hate retrogrades. Mercury retrograde is an inconvenient transit, to say the least, because the planet rules all forms of communication, from text and emails to chit-chats and Zoom meetings. So if you're going to schedule something during that time, it's not going to plan out. It's just going you're going to be rescheduling it the whole damn day. Anyway, when retrograde, Mercury musses up our communication. We send texts or emails to the wrong people. We say one thing when we really mean another. And past loves return like locusts. So don't be surprised if come June, that one dude you went on two dates with last August slides into your DMs with an oh-so-smooth, hey, it's been a minute, what's up? Whatever you do, don't tell him what's up. Don't respond at all. Just block him. Nothing good has ever come from a Mercury retrograde reunion. And the fifth transit happening in May is that dreaded Sagittarius lunar eclipse. I had one on my birthday last year. That's why I hate these eclipses. The dreaded eclipse season is almost here. On May 26th, we have our first lunar eclipse of the 2021 spring-summer season. This one is in Sagittarius, because I just said that. Emotions will run high before, during, and after the Sagittarius lunar eclipse because the fire sign tends to exaggerate everything it touches and takes everything to the extreme. Again, I speak from experience. Since Sagittarius is also the sign of exploration and the moon is the celestial body of our emotions and imaginations, it's a good idea to explore your feelings and aspirations pre- and post-lunar eclipse. You do not want to do it the day of the eclipse because eclipse energy is so notoriously unstable. During a lunar eclipse, the moon moves into the Earth's shadow, which symbolically puts us into a shadow state as well, so we can't make rational decisions. This is why setting intentions and manifesting is a big no-no during eclipse seasons. You don't know what you're doing. You're drawn on, like, unstable energy. You don't want to do that. Then you're, everything's just going to be messed up. Just, I, you don't want to do it. Okay. Just trust me. Lunar eclipses can also initiate permanent endings or breaks. So a chapter in your life may close for good around May 26th. The 2021 Sagittarius lunar eclipse will be most intense for Gemini and Sagittarius. Yay. However, they shouldn't get too bummed by the intense lunation because it's leading both to Zodiac, both zodiac signs to something better. I don't know if I believe that. <clears throat> so there you have it. The five major transits happening May 2021. Of course. 
<laughs> there are plenty of transits happening in June and July and August, and <laughs> I better not look that far into the future. Let's just take these transits one at a time.